what are. is this, Soul? That bitch? You are a ray of sunshine but, today, right. aren't you already? Shut up, man. <laughs> Welcome to the whip around. We didn't even start and he's mad. I am sick of this <laughs> shit. And I do macabre. Fine, I'm named Sean Hayes. Spelled phonetically, that first part. Now don't get that wrong or he'll be even more angry at right. you. Son of a bitch. And I'm Phil Laporta of the science type. One L on the Phil, please. That's about it. <laughs> Fuck it. What's up with you? We love you. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the show... I'm so proud, Phil. And you Tally, should be. Tally's folly. I like you're like you should be. You don't know. No, but I'm trying anything. to be positive for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually in a very good mood. I, you know what? F- all right, let me. Um, will you remind me to plug Tally's folly, the show at the Playhouse, at the end of the thing, yes. so I can give like more details? Absolutely. But go to you know the PA Playhouse website. You know, Google it, check it out. It opens the 9th of April and weekend stuff. Anyway, I think I used to scoff. I I scoffed, sir. At the at uh, 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 what do you seasonal affective disorder? Oh sure. If am I from saying that seasonal affective disorder? affective disorder? Affective. Okay. As far as I know. Affective. Well, it's not because it is real, and it, it makes you not as effect because with this fucking sun, this fuck, <laughs> <laughs> with this you what are, is this soul that bitch? You are a ray of sunshine but, today. Right. Aren't you already? Shut up, man. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. You're wear, you're a very avuncular in your sweater. I would never talk to you that way. <laughs> That's right. I look like everybody's uncle in this sweater, yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't talk to your uncle that way. Is that a good thing? I don't so know. Then, but the sun being out, and then I'm driving to rehearsals, for example, paplayhouse.org, uh, and um, I'm driving in the sunlight for a bit. You know, like it's the sun is still up. Feels it's, good, right? And it. <laughs> Sean, literally the last person on earth to be like, you know, it's nice. Um. Another plug for medical marijuana because before that happened, <laughs> seriously, before that was part of Did my- Did that bring out the sun? <laughs> well, in me, Aww. honestly, because that is a, an actual effective treatment for some disorders like anxiety, mm-hmm. it has really affected so, so, oh. so I am marijuana effective season disorder, MASD. <laughs> anyway, so I'm happier. All right? <laughs> What's up with you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. You're lying. You're actually, you're right. I am actually better than fine. Everything is great, honestly, right now. It's it's the middle of the semester, you're by rosy. the way. You know you school's, rosy. You know school you know started, that? right? What? Yeah, so I'm halfway through. Great. It feels good to be halfway through. Hey, you know, it's like Winston Churchill said, when you're going through a school year, keep going. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? He was on the toilet. Nobody heard him. <laughs> so, that's going well. Um... I'm enjoying the sun as well. We got a bunch of yard work done. I'm, I'm paying for it and I'm limping today. It hurts when I do too much work, but that's okay. Go easy, man. I can't help it. It was just so nice. I was like, let's keep doing it. Now the, the house is nice. I love it. And this past weekend, I want to thank all of the folks over at COGS I do for too. letting us invade the stream. It was a delight being in the chat with everybody. And welcome to our new citizens from COGS who have come yeah. over to listen to us this hey, week. Hey, steampunks. There you go. And uh, that's for you. Desi says hi, too. 
And uh, I just want to say it was hysterical being there, and I love the idea. Being at your house? At part of the stream. <laughs> I, I hope right. you appreciate it as much as I did and answering the questions and chatting with all of you. And also, I just love the fact that as a group, we seem to have rebranded Absinthe due to its propensity to cause all kinds of murders. The, the group in the chat rebranded Absinthe that night as Crime Juice. Hey! And I think it's fucking beautiful. I love it. I absolutely love it. And uh, also- Crime Juice! <laughs> Great. Well, Sean will have the uh, the theme song by the end yeah, of the show, sure, probably. Sure. But by also, the way, did you like my did you like my meme? Did you like my meme? I love the meme, and I, it, oh, I forgot to put it on Instagram. Can you put it on Instagram? No, you do it. Come on. So anyway, th- such a yeah. <laughs> so also shout out to Citizen Mel, longtime citizen. Hey, Mel. Um, thank you so much. Mel sent me a link, which will be used to torture you at some point in so the near future. Not a recipe for what I really want. No. Okay. So, uh, but I'm going to use that soon. And what Sean's referencing is, by the way, we will totally trade you fame, fortune, or like a couple of t-shirts or something for that Coquito recipe, Mel. So just, you know, send that into the show, the yeah, Whip Around I Podcast. A, I have a vested interest. <laughs> yes. In Send it into us. But in the I mean, meantime, why are you saying to send it into an email address? I don't know. Just, I guess he could send the recipe. He, look, either the recipe or, or like nine jugs marked with three X's <laughs> on them. I like my liquor porny. And if you. <laughs> Damn it. I almost had a segue and you. Ah, choo choo. The weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines. Jerk. Little laugh at the end when you think you're funny. <laughs> you were this time. But you're just like, Trainwreck Headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've Phil's got his biggest fan. I've got I am. I've got six headlines from this week's news, except one of them I made up. So it's really five. Spot the fake and win the day. <laughs> I like you know I what know the, what you do. You know what the Shut hardest up. kind of improv is? <laughs> it's over analysis on the fly. I got it. Got that down. That I'm a doctor. Uh here we go. Thugonomics. <laughs> Don't be such a twist pipe. Tempe man accused of stabbing father 20 times, calling himself the Messiah. Botanist accidentally crossbreeds two types of lily, accidentally creates hyperpollen. Stuntman <laughs> soaks in bean dip for 24 hours to save favorite restaurant. Driver in stolen vehicle gets vehicle stolen while helping another driver with a flat tire. Pakistan embassy. Hello, Phineas. Hey, Phineas. <laughs> Pakistan-, <laughs> Pakistan embassy to hold puppet show to celebrate 70th-, 70th anniversary of relations with China. And new footprints from the Gaia Sausage Enceladus merger event. Faster, please. <laughs> Tempe man accused of stabbing father 20 times, calling himself the Messiah. Botanist accidentally crossbreeds two types of lily, accidentally creates hyperpollen. Stuntman soaks in bean dip for 24 hours to save favorite restaurant. Driver in stolen vehicle gets vehicle stolen while helping another driver with flat tire. Pakistan embassy to hold puppet show to celebrate 70th anniversary of relations with China. New footprints from the Gaia Sausage Enceladus merger event. Okay, well, uh, the, well as usual. You have suspects. Yeah. The uh, the last one sounds absurd, mm-hmm. but I feel like it feels absurd because you're throwing sausage in there, doesn't it? Which again, t-shirt, and I. <laughs> but I also there's something about hyper pollen just feels like mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just conditioned to distrust the second <laughs> one every time. <laughs> um, you know, fool me seventeen times. <laughs> At least. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. I think it goes back to me at that point. Yeah. Right. Now you're just kicking an idiot. <laughs> um, again, t-shirt. I'm full of t-shirt ideas. <laughs> you're full of t-shirts. Um, and then what was the one about the, uh, not the stolen car one. What was before that? Stuntman soaks in bean dip for 24 no, no, hours. No, no, no. Before that. That was hyperpollen. Oh, okay. So all I really was suspicious. And then the first one? 
Uh, Tempe man accused of stabbing father 20 times, calling himself the Messiah. I feel like I'd heard that before, like a long, like a different version of that. So I don't know if maybe you were like, oh, remember this? And so, your fi- like- so your final decision in the fake one is... Oh, you're fucking the pace car here. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the first one. Wait, the Messiah one? Yeah. No. Damn. <laughs> okay, no, wait. Was it the last one? The Gaia sausage Enceladus? Yeah. I couldn't believe that's a fucking real thing. Okay, all right, all right. Now, now. That's a cosmic thing, too. My, you know, my real suspect was that other one. The second one? Yeah, yeah. It was the second ah, one. <laughs> son of a bastard. Hyper, hyperpod. I couldn't... <laughs> I started sneezing. This is the first one I mentioned. I know! Shit. What's wrong with you? you nothing. <laughs> I trust you. That's my problem. <laughs> that that will get you killed one day. And oh, oh, oh yes. shit! And John's cabinet of the macabre. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Um, it's been it's 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 been a busy time. <laughs> Sean's um, busy, and Phil's nice. So so look. Next week, <laughs> don't even just do shush, it. do it, shush on the whip around. Next week, I've got an amazing bit about some fire, so I want to just sort of, I want to just put it out there that I, I have something. But alas, the play and my work with the Playhouse, which is like kicked up, like we're coming back, feels like life is beginning again. You know, I know. Anyway, a lot of this other stuff and house stuff and uh, whatever. So I, I've I've got to wait until then to tell you. But I did bring a peace offering. <laughs> in, the, in the macabre world, I, I did bring you something dead, like a cat <laughs> to say, leave on exact- your porch. Perfect. Um, a, a shorty, you know, a little little morsel for you ravenous macabites m- m- out there. Drop this dead bird in my shoe, please. Yeah, sure. But I figure, who, hey, who doesn't need a laugh, you know? Oh, jeez. Things being what they are. And I'm a little known fact for, for those of you out there who have a more, I don't know, delicate nature, more, more prurient nature, perhaps. We macabre types, again... Mockabites. I'm going to make that a thing. Uh, it's huge in my basement. <laughs> half of us are really into it. <laughs> half of us are behind this right now. Anyway, we enjoy the lighter things. We do. Uh, you know, joy, laughter, motherfucking puns. You know what I mean? Like, we like that too. We just, I don't know, even a little weird ass mystery shit like that. But ours is just a little different. Our way of enjoying all that stuff. We macabre types. We, what is it, Phil? Maccabees? You're such a bastard. <laughs> so, in the spirit of shared experiences and in the name of punting my harder work to next week, please enjoy Sean's top five verified tombstones and inscriptions. Ooh. And, and they are in no particular order. All right. Sure. I did sort of, I was thinking, well, okay. should I move that, move that? There's, you'll see. Uh, so, how can, but any, how, how can you choose? How can you choose? It'd be like picking your favorite dead pet. <laughs> I love all you corpses differently. Here we go. Rocky. Number five. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I remembered that from the other week and it just, no, no. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so impressed and bummed out. <laughs> Phil just recalled the name of my dead hamster. The, the, you know, this dead hamster when I was like eight, seven or eight that taught me that rigor mortis was a thing. I mean, he didn't tell me, but he definitely displayed it. Go on. I think I'm done. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, number five. Holy shit. <laughs> Poor Rocky. What's fucked up, too, is I remember when I nudged him and he was like a no, corpse, stop. he felt like a rock. And I was like, well. <laughs> Fit again. <laughs> Jesus. Achieved his destiny. Number five. You're the one who brought the shit up from my childhood. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I did. Okay, this, this one for number five. Woo. <laughs> 
is the one gravestone that made me sort of change this from not just inscriptions. I had to put in tombstones okay. as well. Uh, and it, 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 it's Bethlehem's own oh. Thomas slash Wetterau, Wetterau gravestone in the absolutely beautiful Nitsky Hill Cemetery, oh, uh, you know, right in the uh, across the bridge there. And it was put up for William H. Thomas. Sometimes I see it in like some websites as like Dr. William H. Thomas, whatever. Some say that this gravestone, uh, which was placed in 1928 with the initial burial of said Almost Thomas, 100 years. Yeah. Uh, that it's supposed to resemble the spin of a bullet as it exits a gun. Perhaps implying the speed and the and the drive of Thomas's soul or whatever, speeding toward heaven. A, a, a kinder interpretation of of what it actually looks like is that it, it's an improbably tall, soft serve swirl. <laughs> but any honest observer above the age of innocence will tell you that it looks very much like a gigantic, cartoonishly twisty cock. And so, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go ahead and Google. Dick Tombstone, <laughs> oh, you know, any or anything that resembles that. Well, and, penis uh, Tombstone Bethlehem. Right. Definitely will, get you the right one. You will not have to surf very far. And uh, if you ever need to meet me in Bethlehem and you don't know the area. Oh, jeez. You know, <laughs> it's like tie a yellow ribbon around the <laughs> old giant cockstone. If you want to send actual mail to the whip around, send it care of the right. penis Tombstone. Sean, next to the giant penis statue. <laughs> anyway, number four. Opportunity is everything in this world, Phil. Wouldn't mm -hmm. you say it sort of begins and ends with the opportunity to do something? And uh, I want to salute Irish immigrant to the U.S., Ellen Shannon, who died on March 21st, 1870, after having come to America as a new bride with her husband. And um, Ellen, I assume, was a trusting sort and figured she could count on America's focus. You know, we're famous for this. Our focus on we only produce the best stuff and we're always looking out for our customers. Right, forever and ever and ever today. True as to do as true today as it was in 1870. Absolutely. And uh, thus, of course, she died a trusting consumer. And uh, when it ha some lantern fuel exploded inside oh, of a lamp, really? and she burned to death in very short oh. order. And I'll let her husband's choice of inscription on her tombstone oh, no. tell the rest of how this unfolded. This, and I've again remember verified. I, I got it. I can, yeah. I can prove this is real. In memory of Ellen Shannon, age 26 years, who was fatally burned March 21, 1870, by the explosion of a lamp filled with R.E. Danforth's non-explosive burning <laughs> fluid. Whoa! Boom! Uh, wow. With apologies to uh, <laughs> Shannon. Uh, Pre-Yelp, man, that is about the extent to which a non-rich, non-native-born American, whatever you want to do with that, you know, it wasn't one of the manner-born types. That is the closest you would get to a negative product review. Uh, Opportunity. 100%. Use it. Immortalize the fact that that company fucked up. Right. Have you, and have you, actually, do you know about that company, R.E. Danforth? No. No, they're gone, and they're... I think it's because of this. All right, here we go. Here we go. Number three. Here, here is our one celebrity corpse Ooh. moment. This is probably the best known of, I would think, the top five, except for people living in Bethlehem. Sure. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, but it bears repeating. Rodney Dangerfield, ah. famous comedian, of course, died in 2004. Yep. But his gift with one-liners and penchant for that amazing self-mockery thing he could do. So good. Gave us one last new laugh when the legendary comedian's tombstone was placed in also legendary uh, L.A. County Cemetery, oh. the Westwood Memorial Park. It's one yeah, of, like, it's the two... every, everybody's in there. Right. Uh, perfectly channeling Mr. I Don't Get No Respect. 
uh, the the man's tombstone. Do you know this one? No, I don't actually. It, it's a it's a it's a nice normal stone. It's nothing ostentatious, right? And it says Rodney Dangerfield. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Brilliant play. Well done, sir. I'm so impressed. Right? Okay. Number two. <laughs> now, this one is a slightly different flavor than the other ones. It's still one of my absolute favorites. Lily E. Gray is, is the second one here, or rather the number two. You get my point. Yeah. Whose inscription notes that she lived from June 6th, 1881, till November 14th, 1958. And okay. her inscription was chosen by her husband. We know this. Which, uh, you know, no problem there, right? Probably. I mean, you, you don't see any red flags yet. Well, I mean, th- no lantern oil was involved. You know, well, one would think. But except <laughs> it changes a little bit when you discover that Elmer Gray, the aforementioned spouse, was um, a nutty conspiracy theory oh, no. kind of guy. And uh, to the point where he ended up refusing to be buried alongside his wife. When the time came. Now, they did not have some falling out. He just refused to be buried there and insisted that the government had something to do with his wife's death. So her inscription, which he chose, reads, Victim of the Beast 666. (laughs) Well. Which uh, I'll let the listeners, the citizens unpack that shit. But imagine visiting grandma's grave for the first time (laughs) only to see that grandpa is using it to call out the devil as in a passive aggressive way. (laughs) I know what you did. Anyway, anyway, shout out to Lily E. Gray. Woo. AKA uh, the beast's victim. I guess so. So, number one, and uh, I'll admit it, this wasn't not in any particular order except for this one. You you really like this one, huh? This one is admittedly, you yeah. smile, you're, 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 you're getting rosy. Well, it gets better the more you know about it. Go for it. It belongs to John Laird McCaffrey. I love it already. Uh, he was born October 15th, 1940. Okay. Died August 14th, 1995. Okay. And this one is located in lovely Montreal. Shout oh. out to our Canadian friends and citizens. At the, now I'm going to ruin this. Maybe you can, I, I don't know. The, the cemetery, clearly cemetery, cemetery Notre Dame de Neige or whatever. De Neige. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Note that I didn't say God bless you. That is your thing. That's my joke. Anyway, at that place. Yakuza. And it reads like this, the inscription, John. And then we drop down to this little poem. Free your body and soul. Unfold your powerful wings. Climb up the highest mountains. Kick your feet up in the air. You may now live forever or return to this earth unless you feel good where you are. <laughs> Missed by your friends. Now, Phil, have you, don't say anything. Have you already caught up to this? To why it's my favorite? No, but there is a lot going on in that wish because it's really non non-committal. It's like yeah, well, stay dead, come back, whatever. Well, let me you, help. You have, let you me, have fun. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you a a little, I don't know what here, a little legend, a little There's key. A lot going on. Go ahead. Now, the real epitaph only becomes visible once one studies this actual tombstone, which we've got to put this visual up on our socials. Oh, yeah. If you read just the first letters of each line, oh, no. it then becomes F-U-C-K-Y-O-U or John, fuck you. Wow. Your friends. Which is nice, right? And, and it gets at least one step better, Phil. 
which and I think it's already, it's already I mean, great. that's amazing. In an interview with the Montreal Mirror some years back, they, they actually found the guy who engraved the stone and works in the cemetery. And then, you know, they asked him about this attention-grabbing thing that everyone had been talking about. And they only listed him as John because apparently the guy was like, don't, don't put what? me in there. <laughs> you know, so he said, and this is a quote, uh, so, quote, this guy's ex-wife and mistress came in together and ordered the stone. <laughs> they said the message represented him. It was a thing between the three of them. Now, do you remember who missed him according to the tombstone? Isn't it your friends? Friends. Not a wife. <laughs> not a mistress. Double dig. John, fuck you. Missed by your friends, I guess. That is so good. So that is, and there are more, but that is, mm, as far as you're today. You're not beating that. As far as today goes. That's phenomenal. Right, because I could have done a top ten, but it's it's no. you were very insistent that I don't overburden myself. Yes. So I will be able to do another edition of this another time. Easy breezy, beautiful tombstones, baby. That Yes, that is right. Dead cover girl. Dead cover <laughs> stone. Because you're worth it. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, do you have a favorite tombstone? Have you? Uh, there are a lot of people who have taken selfies, by I, the way, with the, the phallus in Nitsky well, Hill. So if I, you've got anything like that, hey, send them. Separate trip, because there's definitely a point where I'm going to go visit Montreal again, and sure. I'm going to find that tombstone yes. for you. I can direct you, Phil, to the lot number. Like I, When you're in there, I have the down to the, down to the we number. May, when, once I get back up there, if citizens, we're going to do this. This is going to be a live-streamed thing where Sean is going to guide me to this stone. because. Go. It'll be funny as hell. It'll be like it'll be like um in in like the Matrix when I'm like giving you this like no 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 you gotta <laughs> further down no, oh stop yes there. you're my stop. Morpheus exactly right. wait stop there turn left you know climb out the window right if, which I'll 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 be as unhelpful as I can, <laughs> I'm sure I of course anyway but do let us know in the meantime we're going to take a break. Uh, you know, hey. Consider our own epitaphs. Right. I was going to say, maybe think of what you want to put for yours. And hey, you can inscribe things on urns. So I don't want to hear it that, like, you know, nobody can, you know, nobody does that anymore. There is plenty of space on your urn, coffee can, or whatever. You can have someone carve it on a tree. All right. So we're going to be on a break. Think about that shit. Memento Mori. We'll be right back. All right. I really love the Whip Around podcast. Let's see. I already follow them on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, but I think they have a website. All right, let's see here. So it's www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com. All right, here's the site here. I can subscribe to the show. I obviously already do that. I can look at some past episodes. Uh, I can find out more about the hosts. Cool. Uh, I can follow them, which I already do. Um, what is this? Click here for free whip around swag? Fuck. God damn it. It's bullshit. These are a bunch of assholes. I'm Are you ready or not? Yes! Welcome back to the Whip Around. Hi, everybody. Did you think of your epitaph, maybe, Phil? Something you might like? It still matters, damn it. Oh, we have fun. Hey, Phil, before you go any further. (laughs) Yes? Is there, perchance, a COVID of the week this week? You know there is. I do know there is. I'm sorry for tricking you, citizens. I'm sorry. 
Hey, hey, it's the COVID idiot of the week. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> Why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? I was expecting that was the music cue time. Look. <laughs> That's why I just paused. I paused for a second. Why? Make I've it easier a, for you. There's a whole function <laughs> where I can actually, like, make it, you know, I can make it quiet. <laughs> I just... might do that for this whole section. <laughs> So thanks to Sean, we do have a COVID. Hey, hey. <laughs> we have a COVID. It's the COVID of the week. All right. And it's not because of Sean we have a COVID. It's not his fault. <laughs> but he brought it to me just earlier today. He's like, by the way, have you heard of this? And I'm like, well, we have a COVID now. There it is. Because I did not have one up until this point. And I didn't read all the details. Well, the honor goes to Dr. Naomi Wolf. And Wolf, by the way, who is a lauded feminist back in the early 90s, has since taken a turn for the wackadoo and endorsed, endorsed several conspiracy theories. Most recently, she shared an anti-vaccine quote that was attributed to Dr. John Sims and superimposed on a picture of a doctor. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for her and for, slightly familiar doctor. Unfortunately for us, it wasn't a reputable medical doctor's advice. Mm. The quote was utter random nonsense, <laughs> non-attributable to anybody, and it was superimposed on none other than porn star Johnny Sin. Porn star and <laughs> Phil Laporta impersonator. <laughs> on the weekends. Uh, first of all, number one, and I, I just love, it makes me so happy when non-credible people try and send, try to, did, mm-hmm. try to send, Oh, just it makes me happy that they torpedo when they themselves. Step in shit, yeah. Knee deep. So first of all, it's a PhD in English, not medicine. Hey, so which not that there's anything wrong with that. Stay, stay, I don't take right, medical right. advice from you. Stay in your designated <laughs> avenue, English yeah. major. Second, she was clearly fooled by a quote that supported her theory, confirmation bias, mm. and a picture of a man in scrubs. That <laughs> doesn't bode well. And third, anyone so easily fooled by Johnny Sins, I'm sure, would also take advice from Ross Cosmos or Osiris Rex, so long as we're here. Probably don't want to trust this person. So Naomi Wolf, for promoting conspiracies, for not checking the stuff you share, and for being so easily fooled as to torpedo your own point, you are my covid of the week. She stepped in shit eight inches deep. Am I right, Phil? Pretty much. Ugh. Which is similar to Johnny Sins. And he's given like a look to the camera. Oh, it's he's not a like porn an eye kind of it's look. A, it's a, let, you know, I'm, I'm not that kind of doctor, but bend over and I'll check it. Like, that's the look. Those who are so inclined to appreciate, I guess, a male porn star's visage. I mean, he is giving face. Like, yes. He's totally this like. Is, he's mugging it. Hello. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's. Yeah, and also, can I say something that I don't feel like is being said very often? Not enough Fauci porn. Yes, that too. Never enough. Um, but it, I listen. I get it. You're young. You're healthy. Statistically speaking, if you get infected with the virus, in theory, yes, you should be statistically more likely to recover. I get it. There's no denying that part of it. The thing that bugs me is, yes, don't miss that chance to get the vaccine because those variants that get more dangerous, they don't come out in the wild. They happen when they're in an infected person. So if you're not vaccinated and you don't get your vaccine, you could become patient zero for something way worse. Sure. So I just feel like that isn't being said enough that, you know, it's not. No, I got you. Know. <sighs> I, I I wish you luck in saving the world, Phil. I can't. I'm just, I'm, everything I'm trying to do good. Anyway, you've seen the Jetsons uh, at some point, right? Oh, God. I don't know if I've ever seen a full episode. I'm very familiar okay, with right? like five minutes for of, of several episodes. Sure. Okay. Vision of sort of idealized future. Sure. Not saying we're there, but we got a lot of those things, right? Between a robot vacuum and connected appliances. And they're way up, right? Yeah. They live way up. They do. Like basically up in the clouds. No. Okay. Because it got all smoggy down in their world. And so they're way up. 
Now I just have the song from uh, Into the Spider-Verse stuck in my head. Thanks. Which one? Uh, Way Up by Jaden Smith. Which one's that? Never mind. No, 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 no. Which one is that? Anyway, but between... Phil. No. You could do it or I can look it up. No, I want to hear it from you. Oh, hell no. So well, forget it. Anyway. Why uh, won't you ever sing Jaden Smith stuff? <laughs> Stay in my lane. You always I'm not, do the whip I'm my hair like, back and forth, I'm but not, never any I'm of not, his stuff. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not like that doctor. I stay in my lane. I know I'm not a doctor of musicology. So uh, between a robot vacuum and connected home, we've kind of got Rosie the Robot made kind of going. <laughs> we've got video phones, the home gym stuff, remote shopping, lots of that. But remote work. I remember that I'm going to elevate. It's not that one, right? No. Uh, lots the of friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That's not that one. Yes, it is. It's in it. It's. Like- I know it's in it. That's not the one I was thinking. Forget it. <sighs> what are you doing for science? <sighs> Got lots of stuff. But now here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What about remote work? We're getting there. Yeah. What about like a robot doctor and remote operations? Would you trust that? Oh, no, wait. So we're talking about like right the, now. The, the human physician is over somewhere there. Right. Communicating to a robot who is doing the. Uh-huh. No. You would not trust that? No. Why not? Because no. <laughs> because, you know, it, it's it's just like with anything else. It's like, well, I said to do this and it technically did that. But, you know, now your eyeball is in your asshole. So <laughs> let me know how that looks. <laughs> Great. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's There's, sneaking up on you. There is you. no compassion in a machine. There is well, no understanding. It is okay. it's, so if it misunderstands one thing. Well, as it turns it, out, as it turns out, they tested it last year on a cadaver. Went well. I feel like that's a bit of a cheat. <laughs> How about something lower stakes? Would you trust something closer to our hearts, or in you and I's case? That's you and I's case. You're building a wonderful case for me, man. <laughs> How about something closer to our arms? What about getting a tattoo from a tattoo artist remotely by robotics? Mm, I don't know, man. That is very close to a surgical procedure. It's, I mean, I know it's not like invasive surgery. Right. That is some serious Lower stakes. shit that can... Oh. Lower stakes. Well, incidentally, thanks to Noel Drool handling the tech and Drool? West- Drool. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Thanks so to- it's not drool? <laughs> no. All right. Well, then there's some hope for this. <laughs> Thanks to Noel Drew handling the tech and Wes Thomas doing the art, a robotic remote tattoo is now a reality. Uh, the project was dubbed the Impossible Tattoo. Was incidentally, it was a thing. Doesn't that, we- that suggest that it's a, like a vegan tattoo? It sounds like it should be, right? <laughs> I was setting that one up for you. I was it's, like, he's got this. It's corn ink. <laughs> So, um, it's made from almonds, like everything else <laughs> in the vegan diet. Incidentally, the project was sponsored by T-Mobile to demonstrate how fast 5G internet is, but that's not what's interesting or weird to me. Yeah, I didn't it's like it. The fact it. that these two people built a robot from the ground up that was capable of fine enough motor articulation and receiving instructions at a fast enough rate to accurately create a simple tattoo at a distance. Says you. Did we see this tattoo? Yes. Okay. All right. All yes. Right. I'm now, humble enough to know when I. Okay. Now, apparently, according according to Drew, quote, many butternut squashes were harmed in the test cycle before it was refined and ready for reality. Not confidence building. <laughs> Not at all. Generally speaking, when someone's trying to calm me down by telling me how well a squash did <laughs> in, in my place. Well, the squash was bleeding, which is weird because squashes don't have blood. Look, we have tested this on cadavers, on squash. <laughs> Just sit down. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the door's locked, Sean. <laughs> six weeks of quarantine, well spent, testing, refining, and uh, they actually made this work. And incidentally, there's there's a whole like little short doc on YouTube that you can watch. Shows the whole process from start to finish. We should definitely link that. We should yeah, one hundred percent. It's always. By the way, citizens, I don't know if you ever realize that anybody reads the show notes, but Sean writes a little humorous thing, and we put all the links that we reference, everything we get our stuff from, in the show notes. Yeah, please check them out. We, yeah, we actually put work into that. It's day. the third dimension of the whip around. Yes. <laughs> so they they really worked everything out. They had to work out pressure sensors, so that way the robot knew not to go in too deep. Give you a uh, tat. Give the the table under your arm <laughs> a tattoo. tattoo. Uh, they had to figure out a way to reload the ink yeah because if you've never gotten a tattoo which i have uh citizens maybe not but it's not like there's a reservoir in the gun like a pen right now it's like old school like you have to dip it like a quill into i was gonna say it is much more like an old-fashioned pen so how do you have your reference miles away know you need to reload the gun and then make sure it gets back to the same place you're still at science i'm guessing that's the thing (laughs) damn right (laughs) <laughs> that's what I've been trying to fucking tell you. For God, it's all about the years. science. So incidentally, it does and, still matter, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, especially if you want this to go right. But even things like little things like stretching the skin and building in fail safes all the way, all the aspects of this work, you know, super detailed, really cool. They documented it well. Um, and it was all set up a willing test subject, a Dutch actor by the name of Stigen Franson. Stigen? Stigen. Uh, I'm probably saying it wrong. I apologize to to Miss Franson. Yeah. Uh, sat One down. One more citizen gone. Still. Sat down by the machine. Yeah, we're huge in the Netherlands. Uh, sat you don't down. Know. Maybe we are. Sat down by the machine, and Thomas sat down in front of the controls with a mannequin arm in the same place. And in the end, no problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A mannequin arm. Yes. So that's what the is the the machine is literally just so, do what I do. Yeah. So not like I'm gonna punch in this image and then it tries no. to like no 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 you know what i mean like an inkjet but with no, needles in your yeah. skin not it's not doing a... what he's doing yeah a little bit better about that okay. i feel like you buried the lead on that i did i may have not been paying attention also enough. possible whoa phil just headbutt his filter your rage comes out in fascinating ways <laughs> <laughs> so incidentally no problem and it wasn't anything huge it was a small like black geometric line pattern on the forearm so nothing particularly complicated but no no real you know no excessive blood spilled the damn thing worked that's subjective um now real fast the quick the creators are quick to point out that they in no way want to trivialize the art of tattooing or trying to replace artists with robots that's not, that yeah. is not the point uh, but we are moving closer to days where all things can be done remotely and we're taking steps to be able to call in the best surgeons in the world to save a life without having to fly them all the way across the country. So, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like, why would you even bother to do this with your time in quarantine other than someone paid you to do it? But look at the technology that got built and think about all those steps that, you know, modern tech takes where it's like, we did this random thing. Now here it gets used for something else. You know what that, uh, well, I'm sorry, you didn't ask nope, yet. But but I was going to say, so that... what do you think about it? Would you chance it? Would no, you take it? Absolutely not. Okay. But here's well, that the... was easy. <laughs> <laughs> no discussion. Although, just no. <laughs> well, part of what I was going to say, though, is that I have that luxury, don't I? That I can be like, well, no, I wouldn't uh, opt to do that at this point, of course. But, you know, we talk a lot as a society these days about deep space exploration and stuff like that. And I know that it takes time for signals to transfer. And I know that the technology is not going to. But the further our ability goes to send signals or to receive signals, there could be something that is actually like, well, there is like a a medical, you know, robot on board that is able to do limited 
emergency surgery, say, or or, or in and Antarctica. He, he suture you up or in something. In Antarctica. Oh, yeah, perfect. People were have been famously stranded there. Yes. One guy had to do his own appendectomy. Oh, yeah, well, I remember that. If there was, you know, if only they had done this sooner. <laughs> but in those situations, especially when you are, are in, an, in a place where you know you're likely to be trapped, it could be like submarines or some shit. It just seems to me like there are a lot of solid connotations for this to help people that aren't me. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing about like those little weird, like, oh, well, we made a tattoo robot. So why would you do that? Well, there you go. Right. And Sean because puts it so well. We're worried about appendicitis on the submarine. So, are you ready to play a game not related to that at all? Oh, <laughs> I was hoping for something with, oh, yes, yes. You know what? Thanks for your enthusiasm. It's time to play this or that books that uh, sound dirty but aren't edition. <laughs> Which again, I know what you're waiting for. I am not. It's not. I am not anti-furry. It's not. It's I, not. But I've tortured him with many a a fan fiction title before. Mm. So here's the deal. I ran across a, a, an article this week that was uh, titled "Books That Sound Dirty But Are Completely Innocent," and I could not resist turning it on its head. So I have six pairs of book titles. One of the pair is totally real that you could buy on Amazon, and one of them is made up by me. It is your job to spot the real book title. So, is there a through line here? What? So they're like, you know, there's this list. There's this list of books that you're like, oh my god, why would you title it that? Okay, all right. And I got one of those, and I got one that I made up. Got it. You tell me which one is real. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah, I don't think I've won a game in a while. I, I hope <laughs> I this goes. Like, well I hope it goes me. well for you too. Here's the first pair. <laughs> That's what she said. How to keep your pussy happy? Cat care and maintenance. Um. All right. No warning on that. All right. Games you can play with your pussy and other stuff cat owners should know. Okay. One of those is real. Okay. Now I've got the... Can I hear the first one again? No, I don't want to say it that often. (laughs) (laughs) You can skip the word that (laughs) freaks you out, Phil. How to keep your pussy happy, cat care, and maintenance. All right, pervert. Uh, I'm (laughs) going to say (laughs) that the first one, the one you just said, Mm -hmm. that's the fake one. <laughs> Phil was all <laughs> flutter because he had to use some naughty language. I missed the I missed the bell. Uh, oh, they yes. heard. I might turn that up. Which right is here. which Boom. is great. Which Boom. is great because I asked you to find the real one, but you found the fake one. Same difference. The good, I don't listen. Fr- I noticed that now. In case it wasn't clear. Well, hey, you know when somebody sculpts, they're getting rid of the bad. You know, not bad, but they're getting you're stuff looking that's at in negative space. Right. Okay. Sure, I am. You I'm would be the negative you. space guy. That's right. Here's your next pair. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Book of the Bitch, a complete guide to understanding and caring for bitches. How to handle your hoe, a complete guide to the one tool you need to garden. Oh, my. (laughs) I'm impressed and disappointed with you either way. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, uh, What was the first one? Uh, Book of the Bitch. I think in this case, the second one is bullshit. Look at me go. Look at you man. go. Look at me go. All right. All that dirty talk got me all nervous. I'm very <laughs> on my toes. <laughs> well, you're not ready for this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here. Oozing for my Lord. Wow. More than a second coming. Okay. All right. Might be something that people <laughs> buy there. Okay. Sure. One of those is real. And that's unfair. Oh, I thought that was the one title. No, those are two separate. <laughs> I thought it was like a. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you're getting at. No, no, no. Can I hear him again then? The cause... first one is just oozing for my lord. <laughs> and the second one is just more than a second coming. 
Well, I mean, the, the issue here is does Phil have ready access to the term ooze? Just reach for that and it's in his head. I think on this one, I you know what? No, I hope and therefore will choose with this one that the first one, oozing for my lord, is fake. No, that one is real, dude. <laughs> it is. I know. Sean's face right is agape. His mouth is agape in horror. Yes, Phil. Uh, Outrage, oozing for my. You know what? You know what it was. I bet my lord. It's not a religious connotation. You know what I mean? Like it. It just sounds like one. That if you look at it, you know what I mean. Please tell me you're not going to show me something on your phone. I was going to show you the cover of the book. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what a piece of junk. <laughs> Can you describe that, please? Uh, it looks someone is holding uh, it sort of with a, a high grip. They've choked up on a, what looks like a cross kind of thing with like some light coming out of the hand around. It's, it's a very violent image. It's problematic. It's problematic. I don't like this game anymore. Well, guess what? You've got three more pairs. Great. You're doing great. Mm -hmm. One more to get to 50%. Can't wait. Boy Scout beatdown. No. no. Scouts in bondage. Come on! <laughs> One of them is real. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I feel like now I have to go, like, <laughs> and pick the ones that people what will be like, he just wanted to say that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what was the first one? Boy Scout beatdown. I think that's bullshit. He's back I on track. I hate that I was right. I <laughs> He's hate back on track. that I was right. Scouts, on Scouts and Bondage, real book. You're doing great. You're at 50%. You well, just... I feel awful. <laughs> well, that's the best this part. This game is demoralizing. <laughs> just wait till you hear the last two. Can't wait. Dick in hiding. Come on. Drummer Dick's discharge. <laughs> <laughs> we teach English to too many people. <laughs> Not enough. I feel like these titles would be better if they had a larger vocabulary. I d they, that would be a waste. They wouldn't use it. Can I hear? Can I hear? No, I don't do. Come on, Dick in hiding. Drummer Dick's discharge. I, I'm clearly being such a Boy Scout on this. I hope the second one is bullshit. So I'm gonna say the second one is bullshit. That's real. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like somebody what? is like? Well, I don't know. You looked at these things. Don't show me again. I just, I'm just wondering. At the covers. Well, I'm saying I'm just wondering if it's something where it's not actually like a military weird porny thing. No, it's not a weird. As near as I can tell, none of them are weird porny things at all. It's just the first one. The oozing for my lord. Sure, the fuck wasn't normal. Well, I didn't say it was normal. It I just sexual to me. Well, I didn't read them. We might have to do an on-air. Oh God, reading. no! A book club. The whip around. What the fuck? Book club. Call us slow readers, friends. Yeah. Anyway. You need you need that I didn't prep a tiebreaker, so you need this to be over fifty percent. I don't know if I want to win. <laughs> Here are your last two. Stop beating your meat, smoke it instead. And master of meat, always thick and juicy. <laughs> he knew it was gonna come down to cookbooks, right? I should have. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna, you know, go for it here. Yeah. Uh do my best, unlike these people who named their books. <laughs> And say that the uh, can I hear the first one again? Stop beating your that meat. one. That one is real. So the second one is bullshit. Got you over fifty percent. I is pulled it out. Four out of six, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. How you feeling? I weep for the future. <laughs> Print is dead. <laughs> that beautiful reference.
We're going to take a short break. Come back with three for the road. Uh, don't buy those books. How dare you? Don't buy Phil. those books, citizens. Don't. Don't you only encourage them. Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. I don't have a button. We'll think about it. It's it's fertile ground to mine. Or avoid completely. Welcome back <laughs> to the whip around. By mine, I meant put mines in it so nobody goes there. Well, that's <laughs> quotable infinitely, isn't it? It is time now for three for the road. That time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular show. It didn't fit in with the theme of the show, which apparently is Phil freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> and uh, what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth uh, talking about real weird new stories that are burning a hole in our collective brains. Uh, we each get 30 seconds per turn. Once that 30 seconds is up, you'll hear something a little bit like this. That is Phil accurately playing Jesse <laughs> the Decibel. Letting us know it is time to shut the fuck up, move on to the next person. Once you do that three times a piece, that'll be it. We'll do some plugs, some chit chat, some what have yous, and then that'll be the end of the show. So Phil just talked up a stiggity storm, and I have not participated as much as I might sometimes do uh, this episode, so I think maybe I should go first. Yeah. But, you know, that does beg the question of, do you have any questions to beg of me? What was your favorite book title? Oh, not one on that list. <laughs> Have you decided uh, what book you're going to contribute to that list at some point? Uh, that's offensive. There <laughs> you go. In father of the one to five years of good behavior news, a case of stolen car parts in Walla Walla, Washington area led detectives to find a stolen 200-pound slide in a residence. Woo! Detectives tracked the car parts to the home of 30-year-old Dustin Bushnell, but were especially startled to find, yeah, the car parts, but also the gigantic 200-pound bright blue playground slide sl- shoved in this dude's bedroom. Quote, repainted, sawed off at the top, and mounted to a bunk bed. Cool! He was arrested for possession of stolen property, and ironically, while he definitely had those converters that he stole, he has not yet been charged with that, and so he's absolutely in jail specifically for stealing a fucking slide. <laughs> <laughs> in how much you bid for that kidney news, the Michigan hospital system is investigating some doctors and residents after some very strange posts on Instagram. Some residents were showing off their handiwork, which I'm sure is illegal anyway, and displaying things like fibrous tumors, organs that have been removed from patients, and the hospital found the residents were playing the Price is Right style games during the procedures. Quote one of the posts, quote, the uh, the other game we play in the OR is guess that weight. It applies to more than babies. As always, Price is Right rules apply, so uh, if you go over, you're out. Posting on Instagram, totally not cool. Someone should be in trouble for that. But having a little fun on the job, eh, I, can't, I, for one, can't wait to hear my surgeon's attempt to guess the length of my cadaver tendon. Bonus, by the way, at the end of the article, it said both Bob Barker and Drew Carey couldn't be reached for comment. Mm. In widow government needs his nap news, an admittedly odd trend in some Middle Eastern eateries caused all kinds of tantrums this month as a bizarre spike in spots serving, quote, coffee and other cold drinks in baby bottles became a fad with startling speed. Cafes from the UAE to Bahrain to Kuwait noticed a big spike in customer interest once one restaurant went all nipple-based beverage. Sales were up, people were happy, and so religion and government quickly moved in to fix that, with, quote, inspection teams bursting into cafes where, they, where the trend had taken off and handed out fines. They cited local culture and traditions being violated as well as a COVID excuse to shut the fun down and hey man who's the baby now you whining fucking prudes that's really all right 
I feel like there's a book title in that. In All Relationships Have Up and Downs Fucking News. Fucking <laughs> uh, Gail Engel has finally found love in the time of the big dumb thing. Don't oh. worry, she's dating safely as she's in love with the Skyscream roller coaster from Germany's uh. Holiday Park. Engel, born in France, says she's been attracted to objects since she was 12 but has had romantic relationships with humans. This didn't go so well. Hey, I get it. Uh, but with this relationship, quote, I spend every moment dreaming of a carnal and fusional relationship with it. The artist and poet says the coaster inspires her a lot until they can spend more time together after the era of the big dumb thing. She's collecting all sorts of Skyscream memories pictures of pillow with its images you can hug object fetishes aren't new and i don't want to kink shame i'm sure that for the right post in the right roller coaster feels amazing but where it gets weird is when she mentions the model she made of the coaster and says that they're their babies that's where i'm going to draw the line here in Polly forgot his line news, the, re- the Regent Honeybird, an already rare Australian avian, is facing imminent extinction since the dumbasses have apparently forgotten their own complex mating song. What? Quote, as their numbers started dwindling, ornithologists started noticing this complexity diminishing to the point where male re- Regent honey eaters didn't even sound like their species anymore. Evidently, this is due to the young honeybirds not hearing their elders sing thanks to already being so rare. So they learn other oh. bird songs, and it- it's a fucking bird orgy chaos, man. So <laughs> let this be a lesson to you. Sing to your kids or they'll never have sex with Wait, 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 that can't be right. Take a different lesson from this. Save the earth or some shit. That was a book title. Uh, and f- <laughs> finally, in Steampunk Before Steampunk That's News. That's what she wrote. Sci- scientists have been puzzling over the an- Antikythera mechanism, which was found in 1900 by a diver off the coast of the Greek island of the same name. The ridiculously complicated geared mechanism is made of metal about the size of a shoebox and contained many, many gears. Throughout the last hundred years, careful cleaning, restoration, x-rays, translations, and scientists are now certain that a 63-tooth gear was used to track the motion of Venus. That's right. The Greeks knew quite a lot about the cosmos, and this little box, it is hypothesized, still served as a celestial calendar of sorts wow. and would have been capable of showing the positions of the planet at any given night, which back then, of course, was used for navigation. The latest development deciphering the mechanism was made by a team at University College London who made a computer model and are setting out to make a replica. Still questions remain about the box, since machines like with similar complexity didn't exist until the 1800s, and if they spaced from 150 to 100 BCE, why was knowledge lost? What happened? Somebody call Dr. Jones! Jesus Christ. You get, the, get this guy talking about space and the rules don't fucking matter. How cool. Very cool. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sean, do we have anything to plug? Yes! I would like to say that the Pennsylvania Playhouse's production of Tally's Folly, which is a wonderful, amazing show uh, starring myself and a a wonderful actress, Kelly Herbert James. She goes by Kel. Be cool. Anyway, is coming out. It is is debuting on Friday, April 9th, and then plays on the weekends with, you know, the Sundays are a matinee. But anyway, plays through the weekends until I think it's like the third uh, weekend in the the month there. I don't know. And you can attend remotely. Yes, well, I was going to say that you can. We are accepting small audiences. You can go online, PA uh, Playhouse. You know, just Google that shit, and uh, I'll put the link. We'll in the put show the notes. link in the don't, show notes. Yeah. Anyway, you go there. You can either set yourself up with tickets to come to the actual show in person. We'll have all kinds of social distancing things, all kinds of hand sanitizer. So we're being very careful. Masks are required. All mm-hmm. that stuff. Anyway, you can see it in person, or you can stream it. Uh, that will be available once we begin running the show I'll on the ninth. So uh, we will let you know. Check it out. It is. A, it's, it's funny. It's a love story. Story. There's all kinds of silly. It's, it's I'm a being really, there opening night. It's a very sweet. I'm gonna show. put my tuxedo on. Did you buy your fucking tickets? Once you get the streaming ones up. No. Okay. I'm gonna put my tuxedo on in my house. Oh, I see what you're doing. No pants. Now, what do you want to plug? My wife. There you go. <laughs> Caroline Laporta, magician's assistant, Facebook and Etsy shop, and super special plug to my wife and webmistress because this Saturday she's turning forty, ladies and gentlemen, and she is Aww, forty and hey, fabulous. Welcome. We absolutely adore her. If you want something. Forties are for, awesome. For, if you want something for your birthday, citizens, hey, fortieth or not, sure, for, yeah, she's the one to check it out. So yeah. all kinds of beautiful stuff, Broadway, Broadway level, level talent. talent. 
stealing my line. Okay, I get it. I thought we could harmonize. Sure. We did. We did. Hey, speaking <laughs> of harmony. Nice. There are some books out there that don't make me want to projectile vomit. And many of those books are covered in a wonderful podcast called Slow Readers, which is hosted by two capable homo sapiens. <laughs> They talk about books that they have read. They talk about video games sometimes, too. They talk about jokes and funny things, TV. It's Woo! all kinds of stuff, but anchored by this whole thing uh, that we call books. But anyway, check it out. They have new episodes that come out on uh, Mondays. Are they back from hiatus Soon, yet? They're still both working like dogs out there on the okay. West Coast. But there is a deep, deep catalog of all kinds of stuff. There are several episodes that feature Phil. I think there are two that I am on. Mm-hmm. Need to get back in there. Uh, have a great time. So anyway, you check that out. Get them back out. in here. Right. Yes. Sure. <laughs> And hey, maybe you don't like reading. Maybe you can't read. That's okay. You always do this. (laughs) No. You're a sports fan. I love sports. And if you love sports too, you should check out Potadelphia, the only Philly sports show that matters. Goal. Philly's coming back for a new season and maybe nobody will be injured, but unlikely. Hoops. uh, NFL draft coming up. Flyers. Uh, getting closer to the playoffs. Ron Sixers. Hextall. Sixers. Will, wow, that was good. Sixers. Mm-hmm. Will they win the NBA championship finally? Alan Did, have, will Iverson. we trust the process? That's an old one, too. Thank you. And uh, that will be every Monday. Yeah. With Dave and Sarah and. Juicy Jane! Both of these every Monday where fine pods are cast. Word up, yo. Yep. Word up. Or whenever they do like a, yo. Know, a reaction after a game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yes. So be <laughs> they'll, they'll change those too sometimes. And then they're also on YouTube with the, oh, uh, the Painted whole thing. Lines. Yeah. So if you go ahead and look up either Painted Lines. Or we need to incorporate like that in the main. I need to incorporate that in the main. I'll, fi- I'll fix it eventually. I, you know, finally. <laughs> now I can sleep at night. Is there anything else? No. I think that feels good. Ew. I think we're ready to go. Your, your whole book game is really <laughs> fucked up my night. I like that I ended I started pissed, I end pissed. Uh, yeah, so I would just like to say for Phil, for myself, and uh, well, that's really it. I mean, who, who, who the fuck else would even be down here? Not allowed. Get yourself vaccinated. Stay safe because we love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Ooh, heavy, Phil. Really heavy. Nice. <laughs> Well, hey, you know, when somebody sculpts, they're getting rid of the bad, you know, not bad, but they're